0: Welcome to Teach Think Treat. This podcast is for healthcare professionals and students about teaching and learning in a busy clinical setting. Whilst our setting is a tertiary pediatric hospital, our experiences and challenges are shared by many professionals and students in other clinical environments. The Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional custodians of the land from which we provide our services. We pay respect to the ancestors, elders and emerging leaders of the Kulin Nation and extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians accessing our resources. Hi, my name's Elise Marie Mongi, and I'm an Allied Health Education Fellow in the RCH Education Hub. I also work as a Senior Social Worker at the RCH. Today's episode focuses on student clinical placements and what it's like to undertake a placement here at the RCH. We're talking with students from different disciplines about their journey here and what it's like to undertake a placement at the RCH. Student placements are important for many reasons, but particularly to provide students with exposure to real-world healthcare settings, which allows students to develop a better understanding of our healthcare system and the roles and responsibilities of different healthcare professionals. It's also really important for hands-on learning opportunities. On any given day at the RCH, we can have several hundred students undertaking placements here with us learning about paediatric healthcare. So join us to hear about these placement journeys, the ups and downs, and really gauge what it's like to be a student at the RCH. In this episode, we're chatting with Laura, who's a nursing student undertaking her Bachelor of Nursing and, and doing a placement here at the RCH, and she's at the midpoint of her placement. So welcome, Laura. And before we Begin. can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? So tell me a bit about your studies. So I'm in my third year of the Bachelor of
1: Nursing, which is my final year. I'm also currently in my last placement of the Bachelor, um, which is a six-week placement. So I'm halfway through my final placement.
0: This is the final one? The final one. Wow, that's really (laughs) exciting. Tell me a little bit about your course that you're doing, because we have students that come not just here to the RCH, but come from all around the state, and in fact, from interstate too sometimes. So where are you based out of usually? I'm based out of Bendigo, which is a rural area, and it's
1: quite unusual for us to come to Melbourne to do a placement. We have to apply specifically to do the placement at RCH. We have to have a bit of a goal, I guess, to come here and want to come here, because we actually have to apply for this placement.
0: Yeah, all right. So it's it's not just that you're interested in paediatrics, but for you, you're having to think about actually travelling a long way to do this placement as well. It's a lot of planning. I myself have been lucky. I've had a
1: friend to stay with, but a lot of the girls have had to pay lots of money out of their pockets to stay in Airbnbs or with friends and things, obviously, because we're all from rural. So we don't have, they might have family here that they might stay with. Um, but yeah, otherwise they're paying to stay in an Airbnb or a hotel or something Yeah, for the six weeks. So these are some big
0: things for students to think about that maybe when you're in your course, I don't know, were you thinking about these kinds of things when you signed up or? Not really,
1: no. It can get really difficult as a student, obviously, because our placements aren't paid. If they are away from home, then yeah, you are having to fork out costs, which you probably don't have the money for because you're not working because you're at uni um and then yeah like paying for accommodation to stay in these places or um just to get this opportunity which is such a great opportunity um but it does come at a cost i guess
0: absolutely and i think you know this isn't something we necessarily always think about do we you know no. it's that that work life or study life balance that you're having to already already be managing yeah yes. for sure and in terms of, I mean, I'm asking you this, as you said, you are in your last placement now. So in terms of um, reflecting on your other placements and then coming into this big tertiary, so not only in the city big hospital but also a paediatric hospital, which, you know, we're the, the big one here in the state, what's that been like, the transition from regional or rural and adults probably or mixed yeah, yeah. and then tertiary and in metro and just kids? It's quite a big jump. Like
1: I think most of us were quite nervous coming into this placement. We either didn't have much paediatric experience because most of the time at the rural hospitals, um, the wards are quite small with paediatrics. So if the illness was getting quite difficult, then they would tend to um, refer to here just because of the high reputation that the hospital has and the research that's done around children here. Um, They have the guidelines and the support and things to treat the pediatrics, I guess, with the best hands. Yeah. It was a big jump coming from that to this, being in a Melbourne hospital. It's very busy, lots going on, lots of teams here, lots of research here, especially at this hospital. It's a very different environment from your more rural hospitals, I guess. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. That's such an interesting reflection. You know, we think about our patients and our families coming from everywhere, but we need to be thinking about also the professional team, so students but also professionals coming in and out and, and it's a big place, that's yes. for sure. <laughs> um, can I ask you as well, What, what I mean this is probably a, a pretty big question, but what drew you to nursing particularly and tell me a bit about nursing studies, you know, if another student or potential student might be listening.
1: I guess what drew me most to nursing um, is caring for other people I've always been a people person, um, which you definitely have to be in nursing. You have to be able to communicate with everyone, especially when they're at the worst, so they might not be the nicest. And just having that patience for them, the families as well. So being able to actually um, approach the parents in a way that isn't threatening to them, giving them the ability to have their trust in you to look after their child appropriately. So I guess patience is a massive one um, and communication is a massive one. So you have to be someone that is willing to work with other people, willing to communicate with other people. You're communicating with teams and patients and everything all the time. So you're like that middle man.
0: The glue. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's that's it, right? That nursing role of advocating for that patient and Mm -hmm. that family and and being in that middle point. Yeah, for for sure. sure. Yep. Can I ask you a little bit about why you were interested specifically in coming to do a placement at RCH? You said you had to apply for it. So tell, yep. tell me what what made you want to come here?
1: So instantly in third year, you automatically start thinking about your grad year because that's the next thing that you're applying for. So you kind of want to hopefully get into placements where you can see what that field is like, see what the hospital's like, because potentially you will be applying to do your grad year here. So I always wanted to work in paediatrics. I love kids not just um, when they're happy and bubbly, but I love just building that rapport with them and um, helping them feel as though they're safe and um, in a safe environment. I have always wanted to potentially do my grad year here, so I've applied here for my placement to have an insight to what it would be like if I was to do my grad year here. I've loved it so far so it's been really good but it's very different different environment for sure it was a good eye-opening experience I guess to see what it was like.
0: It's so great that you could have this opportunity then if that's something that you're thinking about as you know that career pathway impedes to be able to come into your clinical placement here. Next question I was going to ask you is what are you hoping to gain out of your placement experience and I guess it's that. Experience in Peds, but um, also then looking towards the the grad year and what the next steps in your career are going yeah, to be. For sure, are there other things you are hoping to gain by coming here as well? Peds is very different practice, just in general
1: for nursing. So um, it includes a lot of things like distraction techniques. A hospital has such a wide catchment area, so you are exposed to a lot of things that you potentially wouldn't be exposed to in other hospitals. So I think coming into this placement, I just was wanting to get a wealth of knowledge, really. I just wanted to um, gain more experience in communicating with my patients, gain more experience in communicating with big teams, and just gain a wealth of knowledge in how to deal with all different kinds of patients and their families and be able to communicate appropriately. And then also having that exposure to all these different skills, like you do lots of bloods, lots of nasogastric, lots of peak lines, everything from
0: little too big, you do it here. That's so interesting to hear that because, yeah, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, you know, what are some of the highlights of your placement? Or It sounds like there's all of these, these different things. Um, can I ask generally, what's the area that you've been based in the hospital?
1: So I've been in Platypus, which is the surgical ward, uh, like a long stay surgical ward. So they mostly focus on trauma, uh, anything from burns to broken bones to anything really, um, anything surgical where the surgical team is required. Mm-hmm. Um, and they normally stay uh, for a quite a long period of time. Um, it's not just an overnight stay. They might be lucky if it's an overnight stay, but, um, yeah, they normally stay for a few days a week at mm. least.
0: So an opportunity too for you then perhaps to see some patients on their journey over mm. a few days and oh, what that absolutely. looks like. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Some of them you come in, you see them at their worst, and then when they're leaving, they're at their best. So it is,
0: yeah, definitely. Amazing. And yeah, can I ask, have there been, I guess, in that space on, on Platypus and it is a, it's a busy space and it's, um, yeah, people stay there long, but it's fast paced. There's lots mm. of people, big teams, lots of teams coming in and out. Have there been any, um, you know, unexpected or particularly interesting experiences that you've had on the placement? Recently we had a Code
1: Brown event, which I have never experienced a Code Brown event. I didn't even know what a Code Brown event was. Not what people Um, generally think it is when we say Code Brown. (laughs) No. So just seeing the hospital get into that anticipation, ready for that trauma event, getting patients organised to hopefully discharge, um, making space for that whatever event it is.
0: So, So a Code Brown for those people who are listening. Code Brown in in Victorian healthcare is where there's been some kind of an external emergency um, and hospitals are thinking, okay, the number of patients that come in might overwhelm our capacity. So we need to start thinking about what the event was and then how we need to plan care. And that's a whole of hospital thing. That's thinking about possibly a surge of patients coming into emergency Um, and for the platypus ward, which is a surgical ward, and when you're thinking about trauma patients, that's where they go we then need to be thinking, right, we might need those beds for people who have got injuries or different things. co brown events aren't common, thankfully, in paediatrics. Yeah, you were you were right there in the middle of it, I guess, on, yeah, on platypus ward. For sure, yeah. Yeah. We've definitely seen the extremities of injuries
1: as well through that. Having that event in the time that I have been here has actually shown me what it could be from one level to the other, if that makes sense, the extremities mm. of the injuries and how I guess the team works around those and
0: yeah. How was that for you to to watch the team and to see what was happening? I mean that's these events are big events and you know in pediatrics but in all healthcare, you're you know you're having a connection with patients and families and um, these things can be quite hard for us as individuals too you know. Mm -hmm. Um, How was that? How did you manage that situation? I guess that comes
1: back to your nursing ability. It always is upsetting, especially in Peds, to see something so terrible happen to such little people um, and their families. Obviously they get very emotional in these events, um, but I guess the best thing you could do is stay calm yourself, at least while you're on the floor. Like you're there to support them, you're there to make them feel safe and I guess you have to kind of take your personal emotion just away a little bit and just you're there to focus on them and help them and make them feel the best that they can mm. feel Um, Obviously, they've been through such a traumatic event already. So you just want to, like, invite them into this inviting environment Mm. um, and just make them feel safe and welcomed and hopefully give them the best experience from then on.
0: Yeah, that's the first step in their recovery, really, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Huge thanks to you because, you know, it takes a team in these situations. And, um, you know, it it is so important that we are able to provide that calm, safe Mm -hmm. space and that's so great that yeah. yeah you were able to be there even without doing
1: anything for the patient just like the communication between you the patient and the family before you even enter the room in those situations is just so important mm. yeah mm.
0: yeah a difficult thing and we hope these things don't happen but a great learning opportunity yeah, for sure. to see that sounds like that code brown event was both really unexpected and interesting learning a challenge at the same time have there been any other challenges or things you can think of I think um, just adjusting to like pediatric practice, um,
1: you have to use more clinical judgment as a nurse. Obviously, they can't always communicate with us, the children, about things like pain or discomfort. So I guess you're having to draw from what you've learned at uni, draw from what you've learned in the classroom and use those skills to um, make a good clinical judgment as to how you think that patient is feeling. Obviously, you're very well supported in that way. There's lots Mm. of um, people on the floor to help you with that, yes. But you're also wanting to try and do this yourself as well So hopefully make you better prepared for your grad year um, when there isn't as many supports around, yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, you've talked about so many skills and, and a lot of different knowledge that you've gained since you started the placement already here at Halfway. Communication is something I'm hearing you say, again yeah. and again, and you've described this in, in a few different ways. You're talking not just about the numbers of people and how you manage those competing kind of communication needs, but just now you were talking about also taking into account developmental age and stage and mm-hmm. the unique needs of paediatric patients with their families. So that's so much information and it's yeah. so lovely to hear you say say all of that. I guess are there are there other skills or knowledge that you feel that you've developed since the start of placement? This
1: hospital has such a wide catchment area, so you do get everything. So from clinical skills to just everyday skills, you've learned so much. You get such an exposure to so many different things. I've been quite lucky. I am on a platypus ward um, where it's surgical, but all the other girls also have been on things like medical wards, which um, a lot of people come into state when their child has been diagnosed with a rare condition or... Um, a very serious condition. Um, so they've also been exposed to something like that where they may not have dealt with that at mm. a rural hospital or any other hospital. So um, I guess you learn some very niche skills to this hospital, <laughs> but really just consolidating those skills that you've mm. already learned and um, really, yeah, just yeah, consolidating everything, Fantastic.
0: I guess. Yeah, well... And and I suppose a bit more of a, a reflective question, and mm-hmm. um, you know, but how do you then feel as a person? Have you grown and changed since you've been in the placement?
1: Oh, for sure. Like I feel as though there's always stuff to learn in nursing, so I have learned just so much coming to this placement, and I've also really grown a love for pediatrics. I don't think I want to really go back to adults. <laughs> we'll see what happens next year. But I have really loved working with the kids, working with the families. Um, It's been really great and you can build some really trusting relationships when Mm. you put the time and effort into those. So I think um, I feel like I've grown a lot after this placement. I've been exposed to a lot. Um, Not everything, obviously, because there's always something to learn. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I've grown a lot just in my nursing ability in general, Mm. yeah. Mm.
0: And then looking towards the end of your placement, do you have some particular goals or things that you're hoping to achieve
1: yeah, so um, I'm probably just going to try and keep grasping at all those opportunities. There's so many opportunities um, that the staff give you here as a student to even just watch something that you may have not have seen before. They're always happy for you to jump in on something and watch. I'll just keep grasping those opportunities um, and just keep continuing to develop my skills and always asking questions. The question's never silly. There's always so many questions to ask. Try and get the most out of it I can in the rest of these three weeks. and. Mm. Hopefully be ready for next year.
0: Definitely. On that note, as someone who's, I suppose, shifting, it's so great to have an opportunity to talk to somebody who's right at the end and, and you know, those kinds of things. In terms of, you know, if there was an, a piece of advice that you'd give to other students who, who are coming into this or they might just be going into their first placement or, mm. um, you know, just really at the start, as someone who's now kind of almost finished, Mm -hmm. do you have any advice that you would give to people in relation to doing clinical placements? Mm
1: -hmm. If you're ever given an opportunity, never say no. There's always so much you can learn and the more experience you have in learning all the different things, the better your knowledge will be. Um, Also, don't be, like, scared about going into a placement. It can be quite scary, but just go in. You've learned the um, base of your knowledge at uni you've done the hard work already you're just now got to put that into practice and a lot of the nurses you'll come across are always happy for you to ask more questions always happy for you to do more research always happy for you to watch something before you do something yeah there's always lots of support around you but just take it one step at a time mm. and just go in um and just grasp at the opportunities that you're given I guess yeah
0: to have trust that you're in the right place. They yeah. wouldn't send you there if you weren't in the right place. No. And, and be curious. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. Be curious about practice and, yeah, as you say, grasp those opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Um, And I wish you all the best for the end of your Thank placement you. and for the their studies next semester. Yeah, I have got a few subjects left. Yep. We'll get those out of the way. Yeah. So all the best for those two. And just wish you all the best for your grad year and, and a career in healthcare. Beautiful. Thank you. No worries. Thanks so much for speaking with us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Teach, Think, Treat, part of the Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast series. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, check out our other podcast channel, Conversation with the Experts, where professionals from the Melbourne Children's Campus provide advice and insights, tips and tricks, and discuss the latest research findings on a range of topics.